Coming up on today's edition of the Locked On Raiders podcast, you'll hear from both Mad Max Crosby and new Raiders safety Marcus Epps, two guys that are tasked with helping turn that Raiders defense around in 2023. That's all coming up on today's edition of the Locked On Raiders podcast for Tuesday, June 27th, 2023. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Just win. Welcome in Raider Nation to another edition of the Lockdown Raiders podcast. Thank you so much for making the show your first listen of the day. Make sure you subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast to get the latest edition of the show. Of course, if you're checking us out on YouTube, many thanks to you and many thanks to my man Ari. He does a great job each and every day making sure we're up on YouTube, looking good and sounding good. You can always check him out on Twitter at Ari Produces. And also, final day of vacation, final day of the best of shows. Thought we've had some really good stuff from GM Dave Ziegler, from Van McElroy, Matt Millen, also Patrick Walker. Uh, heard from uh, Mirren Fader talking all things Devontae Adams. Heard from Jacoby Myers. A lot of good stuff I thought that uh, brought to the table over the course of the last few days, best of shows. But this is going to be the final one. Uh, myself and the family coming back from vacation today. And uh, tomorrow, have a brand new episode of the Locked On Raiders podcast. Podcast. So uh, this will be the final best of show and uh, really excited about today's show. And it is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of the NFL. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on the day to get started. So for segment number one, want to jump into the conversation that JT the Brick, Eric Allen and myself had with Mad Max Crosby from Raiders Content Day. Really good stuff. And uh, there's nothing really else to say about Mad Max, except for he's got some fantastic new ink work. Man, I'll tell you right now, if uh, you have not seen it, just Google Max Crosby and his new tattoos that he has. Fantastic stuff. I mean, you want to talk about, I mean, it's it's basically called Be Legendary. It's a big chest piece, covers his whole uh, chest and belly and everything. Fantastic work. As a guy who loves some tattoos, he has some great new tattoo work. So go ahead and Google that while you listen to this. Here's part one of the conversation we had from Raiders Content Day with Mad Max Crosby. First of all, just kind of talking how the day is going, what it is like. Um, You know, it's it's a lot. You know, you got to get a lot of things done, but uh, I'm having fun with it. You know, at the end of the day, like I was just telling them, I'm blessed. Uh, you know, we're all blessed just to be here. Um, and we're just excited. It just means football is getting closer. Um, we got mini camp this week, so... We're fired up, man. What is it like for you now? You are the veteran. You mentioned before that you, you want to help mentor a Tyree Wilson. Chandler's going to do the same thing. But it's, it's just a different role for you as the face of the franchise. Yeah, definitely. You know, that's uh, that's been a huge focus of mine is just taking that next step as a leader. Um, you know, speaking up a little bit more uh, when needed and uh, just being my full self. You know, not not shying, not shying back when I... I, I think something is wrong, you know, speaking up, holding everybody accountable and, you know, holding myself accountable because they see what I'm doing on a daily basis and um, they already know I'm not going to leave a box unchecked. So, you know, I've, I feel like I've earned that right to now take that next step and, you know, hold everybody accountable and lead the way I want to lead. So I'm fired up about it. You're the guy now, Max. I mean, <laughs> wherever you go, it's like the cameras are on. And But, but first, give me give me some dad stuff. What, what, what's going on with the baby and how, how, how's, that, uh, how's that going? It's been amazing. You know, yeah. uh, she's not even eight months and she's <laughs> flying around the house. Does she you sleep? Does she, give you, does she sleep at night or what? <laughs> she, yeah, she's, she's getting better. Okay. She's a little inconsistent at times, but... 
Um, no, she's active as can be. She's throwing things at me now. <laughs> she's trying to talk. She's saying dad has a million times. But we're having so much fun with it. Yeah. Uh, just seeing her grow has been incredible. So, and how has yeah. that change helped uh, the dynamics of the off-season workout, what you're doing, and things like that? Yeah, you know, it just every time I come home, I know uh, I'm going to be ready for war. You know what I mean? It's gonna, we're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah, so. I, I'm going to go out and run 18 gassers. You oh, know? yeah. You already know. to being home, right? 100%. Exactly. I just spent a little bit more time in the hot tub and cold tub. No, but it's it, it's honestly, it's amazing. That's uh, awesome. Just seeing her grow, it's been the coolest thing ever. You know, time's flying, and everybody says has, has said the same thing to me, like, you don't realize how fast it, it goes. Yeah. Just, t you know, take advantage of every moment um, and just, you know, be present. And that's that's really all I've been focused on. You know, obviously, you know, besides being in the building, when I'm when I'm out, it's just being present with my daughter. And it's been it's been really cool. So awesome. nice. Let's take a look at you with the alumni out at practice. And this means a lot to you. And I've seen that development knowing you since you've come here and how important these moments were for you with Phil and Craig Townsend. What's it been like, and how much study time do you put into the history of the Raiders? Because all these guys want to see you first when they show up at practice. Yeah, you know, it's, it's something that I really took serious when I came into the league. You know, uh, being a part of the Raiders is not like any other organization, and uh, the history is, is you know, one of a kind. And uh, I've really taken the time to learn about, you know, the past teams and the history of this organization, and there's so many legends and so many guys that really changed the way the game was played. And, uh, you know, like Phil, like Phil and uh, – <laughs> Ted Hendricks and you know being able to like know their not just them but their families and like taking the time to you know really learn who they are as people and what made them who they were and uh it's been incredible I remember being in Oakland my rookie year it was, well, it was actually Napa for camp and Phil came and talked to the whole team and uh I told like in that video I told yeah. him I'm like you you changed my mindset like he had this speech that was it was the wildest <laughs> wildest speech I've ever right, heard right. but it really hit home because that's what really what it takes to be you know at that level be a dominant defense and those guys are the ones that I look up to and it's it's incredible. I, I just want to follow up with Ted Hendricks. I'm so happy you said that. Yeah. If you look at his career and what he did off the edge on special teams, blocking kicks, you've had a little bit of that go on. And then just to be a hybrid guy that can go from one side to another, you're conditioning now. What's different? I mean, you're a big UFC guy. What are you changing and evolving with when it comes to your conditioning? Yeah, honestly, you know, that's that's always been something, you know, people like to point out is, you know, <laughs> being a white DN, the first thing you hear is blue collar, he works hard, big motor, you know, like that's what they talk about. And you really, you know, you can't avoid that. But right, right. at the end of the day, like I truly like my conditioning is something I feel like separates myself from yeah. everybody else in the league. And uh, I take it super serious. And uh you know, boxing has been a big thing these last two years, you know, doing a lot of boxing uh, training, which is a whole different type yeah. of training, you know, whole yeah. body like really will take you to a different place, you know, <laughs> when it comes to conditioning yep. and cardio. So, yeah, me like for me, I have my like base routine of what I do, my extra, you know, you always see me doing the hundreds and like gassers and things out to practice. But bringing other guys along with me has been been also a big part of that and you know just exploring like I, I went on a 10 mile run when I went to Miami for the UFC fight um uh Hunter Campbell um he's he works with Dana uh he like called out the room and he's like all right tomorrow morning you know I'm going on my runs and everybody's like no nah, we're not going with you and he's like we're running 10 miles and I'm like 
all right, screw it. I'll go with you. And what? I've, I've never done anything wow. like that. And I ran 10 miles on my in Miami, like oh. hot as hell, like oh human. Oh, my goodness. And I just, I really, like, this offseason has been just, like, really testing myself and yeah. putting myself in, in deep waters when I don't know if I can float or <laughs> not. Right, right. And that's just, like, been a challenge. But that's what, it, it's a that's direct translation. And yes. I go out on the field, and I'm never worried about, all right, do I have to take pace a, you know, a little bit off and pace myself? Right. Like, you know, I, I, I feel like I can go all day, and I've just gotten in better and better shape as, as the years gone on. Speaking of alumni, Matt Millen told me last week that, that you're a guy that looks like a, a Raider, right? Just, I mean, just the way that you, you handle your business. And he said that he t always told Howie Long that you weren't that good. And he's like, Howie, you're not that good. you got to keep pushing yourself. <laughs> what do you use to keep pushing yourself? Because you know where you're at, but you always have told me, I want to be better. I want to be better. I'm working on my craft. Yeah, honestly, like I'm so far from where I want to be. Mm -hmm. um, not only, you know, from a personal standpoint, but as, as an organization, I want to win. Um, that's the number one thing. Um, I put, I, I literally start from in January and I don't stop <laughs> until January. <laughs> and like, I want to be playing in February. I want to yeah. be playing in the biggest games. I want to be on TV. I want everyone to see the work I'm putting in and see yeah. what this team is doing. And, um, you know, I take a lot of pride in that. And, you know, obviously, you know, the money and all that's cool, but like, that's not why I started playing football. I started playing in second grade. I've been playing my whole life. Yeah. This is what I've, I, I want to do. This is my legacy. I feel like God put me on earth to play football and be an example um, of overcoming adversity. And like, I really true, I, I truly believe like, this is just the beginning for me. I feel like I'm going to take a whole nother step this year. And in these next five to seven years, I'm really going to be entering my prime and being the best version of myself. And that's why I take it so serious. That's why I talk about my craft and my work ethic. And I really talk about it because I take it so serious and I do it on a daily basis. And that's all I know. And yeah, um, yeah. I really want to maximize my career at the highest level. And that's why I put so much into it. And um you know, I feel like, you know, my legacy at the end of the day is, is the most important thing. What I what I leave, um, you know, when I'm done is is everything. So there's part one of our conversation with Max Crosby, and it's always great to catch up with Max. He's a hell of a dude. He's a guy that uh, a lot of people across the NFL are paying attention to and looking to uh, looking at. And it's funny, I talked to Shereen Williams from Pro Football Talk. I talked to her uh, last, uh, what was it, Monday? Yeah, Monday. Last Monday, uh, talked to her on, on my radio show, Radio Nation Radio 920 Unnecessary Roughness, and I finished up asking about Max Crosby and the fact that so many people in the NFL are recognizing him nationally. And she said, you know what, Q, to be honest, I don't think enough people are, are noticing him. Like, he's he's so good that more people need to be talking about him. So that's the kind of respect that Max Crosby's starting to get around the league where uh, someone like Shereen Williams, who is a Hall of Fame voter, still thinks that, you know what, he's still flying a little under the radar and more people need to pay attention to what he's got going on because he's one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. So big ups to Max Crosby and that is a big deal to him. That means a whole lot to him. Coming up in segment number two, you'll hear part two of the conversation with Max Crosby uh, from Raiders Content Day. Before we get to that, though, do want to tell you about the title sponsor of the show, which, as you know, is FanDuel. Baseball season's in full swing. There's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book. And right now, all new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. All you got to do is go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to join today. Again, don't miss your chance to snag a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team 
every day. All right, Red Nation, here we go. Segment number two of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Want to jump into part two of the conversation with Mad Max Crosby from our Raiders content day. It was Eric Allen, JT, and myself. Uh, we were able to get our Howard Cosell on and just kind of uh, pick his brain. And he's, I mean, he's a dude that is always a lot of fun to talk with. And just, I love the way that he continues to want to push himself and push himself and push himself to be great. So here's part two of the conversation, starting off with Eric Allen talking about young players overcoming adversity that are on the Raiders team. Yeah, a lot of the young players have similar stories about overcoming adversity on this football team, being able to rise and having uh, been always easy for them. And I think that's one of the themes that are going on with these younger players. What are some of the things that technically you need to work on to reach that level? Yeah, you know, uh, I feel like there's not one specific thing that I focus on. It's not like, okay, I'm not good at this. I need to, this is my main focus. I feel like I could do a lot of things at a very high level, but I always focus on the 1%. Like, I feel like my routine is great, yeah. but there's always room for improvement no matter what it is. So whether it's football, whether it's my routine, whether it's my nutrition, whether it's pass rush specific, whether it's the run game and how I'm using my hands, like there's always things I can get better at. And that's why I'm constantly just watching myself. Like, and I talk to the young guys about this. You know, a lot of people talk about film and how do you watch film and what do you do? Like, I got this from Rob Marinelli, but he's like, the most important film you, you need to watch is yourself. Yeah. It's like, constantly watch yourself watch your start with your feet and then watch your hands are you active enough are you getting off the ball is your pad level you know what it should be so like I literally just all the time I'm just watching games from last year just over and over and over right, again right. and I truly enjoy that and uh I know what it's supposed to look like when I'm at my best and I know uh -huh. when I'm not at my best so I constantly can work on that during the week and in practice and okay last game I feel like my pad level is a little bit too high I feel like I was a slightly hesitant my pass rush my get off was a little bit behind uh -huh. that's what I'm gonna focus on in the week so once I'm going to the next game I'm the last game is I'm over with and I'm just focused on how I can do better and uh, I'm constantly that's just how my mindset is every single day is like all right if today wasn't 100% perfect how can I get better tomorrow and if you just stack that up every single day all year right. you're gonna give yourself the best chance to succeed to follow up on that is there any specific player who's playing now or who played in the past that you kind of pattern your game after and then you went to your own thing um honestly i i really um I, when I started playing football, like, I was a fullback and uh, a linebacker. And, like, you know what I mean? I played receiver at one right, point. I played yeah. tight end. Like, I played a lot of positions. And I didn't start playing DN until my senior year of high school. Like, I hit a big growth spurt. And they're like, you're not playing linebacker. Right. You're right. too right. big yeah, and stiff. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I need to, you know, whatever. But, honestly, I've, I'm a fan of the sport. Like, yeah the history all the way back to, you know, and this is another one. I give credit to Marinelli all the time. But he really – evolve my like mindset when it comes to like the history of, the fo of, of football and just like D-line play yep. like I, I have guys from like Doug Atkins to Warren Sapp to mm -hmm. like the old school Vikings with uh Marshall with yeah, yeah like Alan Page Alan Page like yeah. all like real old school stuff but like those guys were like unicorns like Doug Atkins yeah. is like 6'8 hurtling people back in the 70s and 80s <laughs> and he ended his career his last play was a sack and got carried off the field like wow. that's legendary and yeah. like that yeah. was way back in the 80s so like i really don't like to 
you know, just put it with D line. Like I, uh -huh. I grew up, I was a huge Megatron fan. I was a Lion fan growing up as a kid, like being in Michigan. I'm sorry, but hey, go ahead. Yeah, trust me, I know. <laughs> it's terrible. I'm, I'm glad I'm a Raider. Um, but yeah, like just, I, I'm really a fan of the game and okay. I appreciate every position and um, I just love the game of football. So yeah, there's not one guy that I'm like, yeah, I want to play like him. Like my, my vision in my head, like even when I was in college and high school, like I always like envisioned what my favorite player would look like. And I, I try to just be that, you know, yeah. I want the kids to look at me and be like, right. yeah, I want to play like Max Crosby. And like, that's, that's like the number one compliment. So like, I've really tried to just, I don't try to be anybody. I just be myself yep. on the field. And I, I, you know, the fans see it, my personality, like I'm just a hundred percent me when I'm on the field. And uh, that's what I try to just do every single day. Max, for our listeners and our viewers, how should Raider fans believe now? We hear about Patrick Graham, he went faster, more explosive. Dave says smarter players. So players come and go. Denzel Perryman's gone. We talked about Hayward being gone. This is a business. You're a foundation player here. When new players come in, like Spillane and Epps, and you believe this defense is going to evolve and get better, how could we see that? How's that going to happen? Yeah, you know, I, I love the guys that we brought in. Um, I love what we're doing. Um, on the outside world, you know, everybody's going to have an opinion, mm -hmm. especially when you're not winning. They deserve to, you know, have their criticisms. I get it. We're 6-11. and 11 last year it's not good enough it's unacceptable and i take it extremely personal so yeah the fans have a right to be upset um but i know this i know guys are putting in work right now we have a close team guys are off the field doing things together and we're doing the right things to put ourselves in a position to be successful and um the outside opinions you know we appreciate them because at the end of the day when it's bad you're gonna know it's bad and when it's good you're gonna know it's good as well so um I've been on the Raiders for four years now. We've been in the playoff one time mm -hmm. in my four years, and that's just not good enough. So I totally understand where the fans are coming from, but I really do love this group. I feel like the coaches, um, you know, coaches and players have really looked in the mirror and realized, okay, this is what we need to do. What we did last year was not good enough. Um, and it's simple as that from top to bottom. So if we get a bunch of guys on the same page um, that are bought in on winning, not just individual stats, not just – all right, I'm going to have my success. I'm going to be good. If we do it for each other, everybody's going to have success. Everyone's going to, you know, do above and beyond of what, you know, the outside world expects. So it's really about just buying in and believing in the guy next to you. And uh, that's going to give you a great chance to win. And, I, and like I said, you know, people have their opinions on what we should do as an organization. We need to draft <laughs> this guy. We, you know, yeah. we're getting rid of these guys. What are we doing? What are we doing? They get paid for a reason, you know, upstairs. And they, and they have a vision of what they want. And I would be crazy if I didn't believe in that. They believe in me. I believe in this team. And I feel like all that matters is the guys in this building putting in the work every single day. And we have to go out there and produce for the fans and, and just prove everybody um, that we're a good team and, yeah. and got a lot going for the future. What have you noticed differently from last year, OTAs? I mean, just I've been out there a couple times, and it looks like you guys are moving around station to station faster. I'm noticing you go and kick the ball, make sure you put your foot on the ball and touch it first. It just <laughs> seems like there's just a lot more intensity, even though it's early on. Yeah, you know, uh, I feel like at the end of the day, football is meant to be, it, it is a game and it's meant to, you're supposed to have fun when you're out there. Right. And I feel like that's what a lot of people forget, and especially being at this position. You know, everyone, there's a lot of money on the line. There's a lot of pressure, a lot of things going on, but it's football. Football is a simple game played by a bunch of grown ass men. <laughs> and it's just, you know, you have to truly enjoy it. And if you're not having fun out there, if you're not enjoying it, you're not going to win. Right. If you're always tense, you're worried about, oh, are we not going to do if you're If you're thinking about it, 
too much and you're overthinking you're a step behind already yeah. and i try to encourage my guys like run into the ball like even in warm-ups like i'm trying to beat everybody and i'm just <laughs> on purpose just to piss them off but like i try to keep a friendly competition i try to keep as many handshakes as possible and like really just try to bring fun into the game because at the end of the day we're working relentlessly everyone's putting in work everyone takes it serious um but at the end of the day, you got to have fun. You watch the Warriors. They've won four titles. They're out there having fun, smiling, flying around, yeah. and they trust each other. And that's what it's really about, like being on the same page, having fun, and just working together and never leaving a guy behind. And that's that's been my mentality, not leaving any box unchecked, bringing the guys with me. If we're going to do extra runs. It's a cult. Y'all are doing it with me. Right, if you yeah. don't do it one day, you're done. You're not doing it. <laughs> the grip workout's the same thing. We have an army of people in there right. doing the extra grip workout with me. And like that's what it's really about is just having fun with it, but also realizing you can't let your teammates down. You got to be there every single day. Max, one more quick one. What do you want to do in the community? I know how much this community means to you. You mentioned Michigan back home. In about a minute or two, how do you want to wrap this up with how you want to evolve and grow in the community? Um, yeah, so... I got a big announcement coming. Um, okay. I'll let all the details yeah. and all that come out, but I, I'm starting my first uh, my uh, foundation. Oh, um, awesome. Yeah, nice. I'm having my foundation, and I'm super fired up about it. Um, we're gonna do a lot of things. Gonna cover a lot of ground, but you know, focus on uh, mental health, um, teen addiction, animal rescue, um, covering a lot of things. But uh, I'm starting that up. I'm really fired up about it. Awesome. Um, be be able to help you know people not only in Las Vegas but all over um, from Michigan to Texas and. Um, you know, just be able to give back in the way I want to. So we're going to be doing a lot of great things. Uh, they'll be announced uh, here in the next week or so, and I'm super fired up about it. But, yeah, you know, it's all about giving back at the end of the day. Last week I was able to talk to 30 kids who just graduated um, dealing with teen addiction. Um, kids, you know, going through what I went through and seeing them, you know, kids having four months sobriety, a year sobriety, um, and being able to stand in a room with them and talk um, and share my story is really what it's all about and just giving back. So, yeah, you know, it's an honor every time I get to do it. Um, that's why, you know, after my first year of sobriety, I came out and told my story about, you know, how I got clean is because I can come back and help somebody out and yeah. I'm able to do that every single day and it's honestly it's the greatest you know greatest thing I've, I feel like I've accomplished in my life thanks That's for awesome, the extended man. time we know you're yes. busy thank you yes sir appreciate Always. you guys yes. so there was part two of the conversation with Max Crosby from Raiders Content Day at the Aaron Mountain Healthcare Performance Center Raiders HQ coming up in segment number three you'll hear our conversation with new Raiders safety Marcus Epps another guy that I mentioned in the flying under the radar type uh, conversation that we were having earlier uh, last week as a matter of fact on the Lockdown Raiders podcast You'll hear from him from Raiders Content Day. That's coming up next here on the Locked On Raiders podcast. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here we go, Raider Nation. Here we are closing out segment number three of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. And we're going to close things out with new Raider safety, Marcus Epps. This is a conversation that JT, Eric Allen, and myself had on Raider Content Day at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center, Raiders HQ. And we just started off talking about how it feels to know that the Raiders are real big on him, made him an early free agent signee, and expect him to be a difference maker on the defensive side of the ball. Honestly, it feels, it feels really good. I mean, you know, from my, my journey, it's kind of always been, you know, just being the underdog from, you know, being a walk-on in college to six-round pick. So, you know, it really felt, it, it felt like this offseason, like all that hard work was, was coming together. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a blessing to have this opportunity um, that this, this organization, I mean, 
storied franchise. They, they, they see that trust in me and, and for them to come get me, it, it felt really good. Do you consistently remind yourself about that journey to keep that, that fire burning? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I always want to have that chip on my shoulder. Um, I always want to feel like I have something to prove. Um, you know, I never want to be complacent. I always want to keep that hunger and keep that drive and keep keep working and striving for more. Yeah, it seems like the Raiders have a bunch of guys like that who's had to overcome adversity. Talk a little about last year and how uh, each week you have to play at your best. Uh, each week you have to get that secondary kind of in the perfect position to make those plays. Talk to us about the journey, the, the successes, and some of the failures. Yeah, you know, it was a really fun year last year. Obviously it didn't end the way um, we wanted it to, but, you know, had a lot of fun playing football with that group of guys. And, you know, it's like you said, I mean, in the NFL, it, it's a week-by-week week thing. Um, you know, whether you won the, the week before or you lost the week before, you got to, you know, stay level-headed. You can't, you can't look too far in advance on the schedule you can't look in the past you got to bring that same fire that energy each week um and you know be prepared or you can lose any any given sunday so you know you got to kind of um have that just stay here stay even keeled throughout the season stay focused and, and keep working each week we're watching a couple of your plays here on the b-roll making it deep in the end zone behind the line of scrimmage how do you describe your play the the running game and especially being on the back end and being a ball hawk at times. What's the best description of the style you play? Um, for me, I like to think of myself as a, a, a pretty versatile DB. You know, I feel like I can play free or strong. I feel like I can slide down in the slot and play nickel if I ever needed to. Um, but that's just, you know, that's that's for my work ethic in the off season of just always trying to sharpen my tools, sharpen my skill set so that, you know, anywhere I, I'm asked to play on the field, I feel comfortable, um, whether it's in the box, whether it's deep in coverage, low in coverage in the slot. You know, I want to feel comfortable. So, you know, I make sure to put that work in um, in the off season to always sharpen my skill set. How much have you uh, uh, embraced that leadership role also in that in that secondary room now being brought in as a free agent? Yeah, it's been cool, man. Honestly, you know, coming in, I just wanted to make sure that I was being myself. You know, first and foremost, I wanted to make sure I was really getting to know the guys and making an effort to get to get to know everyone in the room. Um, you know, and then I feel like I feel like that that leadership comes. It, it's got to come naturally. Right. You know, I didn't want to come into the room and try to like really force it. I just wanted to, you know, develop those relationships and you know be a part of the group. Um, so you know, so far it's been it's been going really good. Um, everybody's been very welcoming. Um, I think we got a real good group of guys, so I'm excited to see what we can do this year. Man, you're always around the ball. I mean, it just <laughs> you pop on the film. You're always in the right spot. Always around the ball. Uh, and it's not easy, right, in this league because everyone's looking at you as far as opponents checking film out. How are you able to stay consistently around the ball? Uh, I think it's just film study. Um, you know, you got to each week you got to make sure that you're prepared. I mean, if, if, if you can come in prepared, if you know what the offense is going to do, it makes it a lot easier out there. Um, so I think that's what I would attribute to the most is film study. Yeah, so to follow up, uh, what are the what are the steps? Did you come into the league like that? When did you learn it if you didn't? And how have you continued to do that? Um, honestly, I feel like that's been one of the things of, you know, as a young player, it's kind of like sometimes when I was young, I would feel myself watching film but kind of be like, <laughs> what am I watching? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't really know, like, what I'm watching, what I'm picking up on. Uh -huh. um, you know, I feel like the last two seasons is when I've really gotten into a good, a really good routine of, 
you know, watching cut-ups, um, knowing what I'm looking for, whether it's play-action pass, boot, third down, um, things like that. You know, my, my previous DB coach, um, Denard Wilson, he helped me out a lot with that of just, you know, how to watch film, um, the certain ways to put on the tape, how he did it. And, you know, I've kind of just, the past two seasons, I've stuck with that, have my routine now, and it's helped me out a lot. Yeah. You know, Marcus, I was excited when they brought you in quickly because it's a need. Mm-hmm. And there's some good players here, and you're going to mentor some of them, but... Patrick Graham needs someone like you to kind of flip this thing quickly. We just had Max on. He's fantastic. And Chandler Jones, Tyree Wilson goes number seven overall. Robert Spillane comes in with the green dot. But you're really important because this thing's got to change. There's got to be some interceptions, some fumbles, take it back the other way and get that angry defense going. You just played on one of those defenses. What was that like? What can you bring to this organization coming off your recent success playing on a defense that was just flat out nasty? Honestly, I think a lot of that is it's, it's really just a mindset. And, you know, it doesn't it doesn't just happen in the games. It starts in practice. And I feel like, you know, right now it's early. Right. But I feel like we've come we've come in with a good mindset. You know, I've seen the improvement, you know, day in and day out of, you know, guys really making an effort to, to learn the defense, um, to get more comfortable with the different coverages that we're running. So I think that's where it starts. Right. Of just knowing, you know, how you can play different coverages um, and whatnot. And then from there, it's just a mindset of bringing that that attitude um, each and every day in practice of, you know, I'm going to go get the ball. So, you know, once it once you start doing that, it just becomes becomes habit and um, you know good things start happening in the games you know you talk about you you see it developing you see it getting better there was a play I think last Thursday maybe in OTAs where a ball was tipped it dropped to the ground and two plays later a ball was tipped and I think Trayvon Merritt came away with it and took it the other way is that part of the the conversations even being had in the secondary room like get to that ball you got to get to that ball yeah definitely and that's what you know PG's been talking about it a lot Um, coach Ash Simo you know they've all been talking about you know getting our hand on the ball um, you know and just going out there and making plays you know that's what what they're trying to do with the defense this year is give us a little bit more freedom um, on the back end to go make plays so you know I'm really excited about you know how we're taking those steps every day Um, and you know I'm really excited about what we can do this year I'm looking at the list here you know Chris Smith comes in at Georgia winning the titles and I see USC Miami and then Wyoming right so take us through the transition from high school to college you talked about your situation here You've had this chip for a long, long time. What was the big moment for you in either high school or college where you thought, yeah, I can do this. I could be a pro eventually. You know, as crazy as it sounds, it's, you know, I've always just felt that way. You know, just since I was a kid in, in Pop Warner, man, I've always just, you know, had that thought in my mind, like, you know, this is what I want to do, so I'm going to make it happen. Um, and I've never let anybody, you know, deter me from that from that mindset. I've never let anybody, you know, I've never let anybody else's expectations of me come on to me. I've never let anybody else's disbelief in me change the way I feel about myself. Nice. Um, so, you know, I've just from there, I've just always kept it going. I've always made sure I put the work in, and, you know, I've just continued to get better. So That's that California cool, JT. You know? that's, <laughs> that's the California, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, that's, EA, yeah. well, it's interesting because you played with Jerome Brown and Reggie White. Yeah, You're one of the yeah. great Eagle defensive backs of all time. What I love about this situation here we're going to ask you about the legends who played here Mm. so lester hayes yeah and you look at the defensive backs mike haynes and then the safeties who have played over the years charles woodson was having a conversation with george atkinson the other night about jack tatum Mm -hmm. and charles the michigan legend who was from ohio was hearing george talk about jack 
When you hear about Jack Tatum and the players that were around that alumni weekend, did that yeah. resonate with you who have played in this defensive backfield over the decades? Yeah, definitely. And then even, um, you know, last Thursday when we had that, that alumni dinner yeah. and just, you know, hearing, you know, all the guys talk about, you know, the history of this franchise. I mean, you know, there's, there's a lot of culture here. Um, there's a lot of history here of, you know, winning. And, you know, I mean, it's one of the most storied franchises in the league for sure. So, you know, it's just it's a blessing to be able to to be able to play for this franchise, especially being an L.A. guy. I know how many how big uh, the Raiders fans are back yeah. home. So, you know, I'm really excited, really excited to be back on the West Coast, be close to home and, and play for this organization. Well, there's, more, there's more Raider fans in L.A. Yeah, still yeah. than Ram and Charger <laughs> right. fans, no doubt. Yeah. Facts. But I got to ask you a big one about the fans. Because Eagle fans, Raider hey, fans, there are similarities. Hey, yeah, there, there are. are. Yes. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'd say that might be one of the biggest similarities. Yeah. What was it like to deal with the Eagle fans game day afterwards, critical or positive in your play? And now Raider fans, very similar. They're notorious is the word you hear a lot. They're mm -hmm. demanding. They're really smart. They're going to expect the best out of you. Yeah, you know, I've really – I've kind of learned to, uh, you know, block out the expectations that are outside of this building. Mm -hmm. Um you know, to me, the expectations that are the most important are the ones that are in this building. Because, um, you know, it's it's hard to see everything that's going on when you're not inside this building, mm -hmm. right? So, um, you know, I know the, the work that we put in as a team. I know the work that, that you know, that we put in together, what we strive for. Um, so, you know, I think those are the most important things um, to, to remember is just what's in the building is what is what matters most. Well, thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. Have a healthy year. Really excited Thank you're you. here. Appreciate, Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Here he is, Marcus yeah. Epps, newest addition to the silver and black. There's the drone. <laughs> the drone. There still. it is. More that's drone your, coverage that's your drone, coming JT. up. Yeah. There you go. Right here, Raiders Roundtable as we continue. So there was the conversation with new Raider safety Marcus Epps, a guy that I identified as a dude flying under the radar that not a whole lot of people are talking about, but a guy that I believe is going to be able to bring a lot of production to the back end of that Raiders defense kind of really be a guy that's going to be all over the field excited about him excited about help he can help how he can help uh, Trayvon Merrick come along as well as he's going into year three with the silver and black has a big training camp coming up so uh, there is the conversation with one Marcus Epps and that's going to do it for the show that's going to do it for the best of series that we have here on the Locked On Raiders podcast tomorrow be back talking about all the adventures I had on vacation talking all things silver and black have some brand new fresh content for you as a uh, vacation time is over and it's time to get back to uh, Raider content full throttle both here on the podcast and on Raider Nation Radio 920. So until tomorrow Raider Nation, take care of yourself, take care of your family, love on your family. Most importantly as always just win baby.